Coming into this one with a little bit of frustrated energy, just based on uh, interaction that I'm having trying to sell my car. But, you know, people are going to be people. Communication, different people's brains work different ways, so I'm trying not to get super frustrated. It can be a little frustrating to deal with hagglers, but then at the same time, as I reach out to people looking to buy cars, I'm definitely going to be haggling. So there's not really any reason to be frustrated. Well, no, that's the haggling isn't even the frustrating part to me. It was like, oh, let me backtrack. Let me tell this. So the guy messaged me this morning and he told me he would like to test drive it today. And it's like probably 7 a.m. Whenever I responded, I'm like, OK, yeah, sure. He said, I want to do it in the evening. I said, cool, I can do 6.30 p.m. He said, OK. We go a few messages back and forth. Then he goes, is this evening or early in the morning? The 6.30 time. And I was like, well, it's it's evening. You wanted to do it today, right? And he was like, yeah, no, I meant like 6.30 or 5 p.m. And it's like he never mentioned that 5 p.m. was the time that he was thinking I never mentioned anything about 5 p.m. Like when he asked me the time that I was good for, I said 6.30. Just basic communication. Stuff like that can be kind of annoying. It makes me, I mean, cooler heads prevail, but it makes me want to like snap, like snap back a little bit. Because I think normally in in face-to-face conversations, you can kind of gracefully be like, what? Okay. Like what was the point of asking that? In a digital format, you kind of just got to like eat your pride and be like, okay, this isn't a huge deal. Just communicate what you got to communicate. I did. I was like, no, like I, I really meant 6.30. Can maybe squeeze it to six, but I might be a few minutes late because I'd be rushing over. And he's like, cool. Can I have it for thousands of dollars less than what you're selling it for after this whole drawn out thing? And I'm like, no. <clears throat> Dang. But, you know, it'll be fine. I'm not actually, I kind of enjoy the process of selling stuff I've learned. And Bri and I are in the process of, like, selling our vehicles. We already sold hers. I'm working on selling mine. We're going to buy a tow truck, and we're going to buy a travel trailer, and hit the open road for a little bit. Trying to make our money digitally for a while. It's actually been a pretty enjoyable process. It's been hard. I'm learning a lot, but... I kind of like it. I kind of like waking up every day with like messages on my phone and having to make all these little micro decisions of like, how do I want to interact with this? How do I want to interact with that? Is this a good deal? Is this a bad deal? Am I being a good practitioner of business? Am I being a bad practitioner of business? You know, like I have to think about all these things and I'm getting reps, you know, I'm getting reps in it and it's good. It's enjoyable. I'm getting a little more comfortable with that with making that type of communication that I just described, like dealing with people a lot less personal, I may get a little bit annoyed, but at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, like, just leave that in this chat. Like, I'm not really going to think about it when I walk out of this moment. There are certain people that you want to deal with. There are certain people that you don't. That's just kind of how it goes. We're getting close. I've got some trucks picked out to haul the trailer with. Goal is to have a truck purchased within the next four days, actually. The money from selling Bree's car went through. 
it all cleared. We got the funds. So it's my turn to be the haggler. See if I can get a good deal on a truck. This transition is going to be really interesting. Neither Bree nor I have ever hauled anything, much less a giant travel trailer. Neither of us have ever lived out of a travel trailer. I've been, I went camping in a travel trailer with a friend when I was really little, and I think Bree had a similar experience, but, but I, uh, we're definitely jumping headfirst into something that neither of us really know what, what fully to expect. It should be really interesting. I guess I can treat that as like a really long intro. This is a color cast. I'm Will. And I kind of want to, I liked playing some songs last time. I thought that was really fun. I was thinking maybe I could do like a cover of the week as a reoccurring segment on this podcast. And the song that I want to try... I think this is gonna have its quirks, cause... Cause I've never tried singing this before. But it's a SZA song called Garden. And it goes... Need you for the old me Need you for my sanity Need you to remind me where I come from Can you me of my gravity, ground me when I'm tumbling, spiraling, plummeting down to earth. You keep me down to earth. Call me on my bullshit, lie to me and say my booty's getting bigger, even if it ain't. Love me, even if it rain, love me, even if it pain you. Yeah. I know I'd be difficult. You know I'd be difficult You know it gets difficult to Open your heart up Hoping they'll never find out That you're anyone else Cause I love you How you are Hope you never find out Just how you are Hope you never 
find out who I really am Cause you never loved me at all You never loved me But I believe you when you say it like that You need me when you say it like that Oh, I believe you when you say it like that You must really Yee, yee, yee. Yeah, I'm coming off of a few days of really killing it. I could really kill it today. It's still the morning. Just in a bit of a weird mood, I guess. A bit of an angsty mood, honestly. I posted an angsty video to my Will's Notebooks account yesterday. Me rapping a little bit. Honestly, how about I just, I'll toss that audio in here so you can hear what I'm talking about. Oh look, another tweet with like three to 10 likes. Another EP marqueed in dazzling lights. I heard the singer's a prophet. I heard they said it themselves. Another plaque on the roster, another name on the shelf. Oh wait, another artist saying fire dropping soon. He's got friends who takes pictures and videos too. The voice of a generation, self-proclaimed and proclaimed, but it's as boring as butane's molecular weight. There's more, I'm sorry for the cynicism. Check out this anachronic slippery slope. Expressionism, egotism, socialism, capitalism, and a dash of autism smearing up all the tropes. Uh, good. <laughs> we'll take a little break. My feet smell really bad. I'm just kidding. They never do. Double chin like a dad who's on the toilet taking daddy poos. Ooh. 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 Looking good too. Double chin and shining, baby. What it gotta do? I see you peeping my chin from across the room If I feed you enough liquor, we gon' make baby number two uh. Oh shit, where's baby one? It's like a dad thing, I'm stepping in the character Play with me, huh? I was gonna say, you should've said, um It's not like literally our kid it's someone else's kid and a character within which I am stepping in. <laughs> but I'ma keep spitting. No need for this Kool-Aid sipping. A generation of artists with the art part missing. Pose pretty punk, pose, pose pretty pretty. Yeah, never mind the fact that your stuff sounds shitty. But the real hard truth? Look, real talk. I feel bad that you're walking the walk. And I feel bad that you purchased the game. And you believe in the dream built by American fame. I feel bad that you're handed the tools, but you're given the reason that they have to be used. Or I feel bad when you're put in a camp. Algorithms bringing you propaganda tailor-made for your brand. I feel bad. I'm feeling a schism. I'm like, nope. I'm done with these fucking isms. I'm smearing up all the tropes. I'm smearing up all the tropes. Listen, there's a system. The system is us. There's an algorithm working, and it's working on us. 
We are the water in a reservoir, the air turning a turbine, incentivized by the comfort that a structure provides. It's easy to click the clicker, harder to make the show. Easy to hoard possessions, it's harder to let them go. Easy to get angry, but anger is not enough, because it's easy to feed the habit and harder to give it up. Yeah, pretty angsty. There's some backstory, I guess, is that I made that probably 20, well, didn't, I wrote it in like 2017, 2018, around there. And it was really like me being frustrated with myself, like the part at the beginning. Oh, look, another tweet with like three to ten likes, another EP, marqueed in dazzling lights. I was kind of being like self-deprecating uh, in that sense. I was just getting like annoyed with my mentality towards putting out music. I was getting annoyed at my expectations, annoyed at the expectations of kind of everyone around me. Like, ev like just that whole idea that like, bec just cause you make something and you take pictures and you make a video that you're owed success from it, that it's automatically valid. I felt like, I had that kind of fallacy in my logic and I needed to address it. So I ended up addressing it that way. And then the middle part is just me and Brie playing around and improvising. And the end is just kind of the, the zoomed out perspective, I guess. It's like, why do I get so caught up on curating my image or trying to act as if like the thing that I'm dropping is about to be the biggest thing it's it's prophetic you need to listen to it because it's i may feel that way i may think it's very good and it might be very good and it's okay to feel that way about the stuff you make but there's a lot of people putting out music there's a lot of people putting out good music there's a lot of people with friends who will take pictures of them there's a lot of people with videos and the ability to put out content so that's not enough there has to be something more. There has to be something special. There has to be something that comes from a deeper place. So it's angsty. If it it's the vibe I'm in right now. It fits my vibe. Hmm. Do you think you'd rather be a woodpecker? Or... I was going to say snapping turtle, but I don't think that, I think, I think snapping turtle would be the obvious choice between those two, right? Maybe not for you, but for me, definitely. I want it to be a, a decision that's a little bit more difficult. A woodpecker or a hummingbird? Would you rather sustain your reality by smacking things with your face or by flapping your wings constantly? Either way, it seems like a tedious existence, right? Like, seems like you're pecking a tree all day to find grubs, or you're flittering around from flower to flower, rotating your wings at an ungodly speed. I really gotta think about this. I don't know which one I would actually prefer. I think I'd prefer to be a woodpecker, if I really break it down. Because at least woodpeckers, I think there's a difference. It's like, it's like developing calluses. Right? Like, if you need to use your hands to work, if you're in construction or whatever, like, the first month that you're working, your hands are going to be all blistered and stuff, but then you're going to get calluses, 
and your hands are going to be fine after that. That's probably what it's like to be a woodpecker. Like, your beak is evolved in a way where, like, you can peck at a tree all day to find food. And at least you're, like, stationary, more or less, on that tree. You don't have to be using your wings. Like, imagine if you, as a human, had to move your legs as fast as a hummingbird has to move their wings constantly when you're trying to find food. I don't know. I think I'd rather smack things with my face and be able to sit on a ben- sit on a branch while I do it. So case closed on that for me. I had a dream the other night. I talked about it on my Will's Notebooks Instagram story briefly. I kind of want to go into a little bit more detail here cuz the dream was basically that I was talking to Rick Rubin, who's a huge producer. He like helped popularize hip hop. He was like Beastie Boys producer, um, Run DMC, LL Cool J, um, and then as he progressed, you know, he's produced the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Avid Brothers, everyone, you know, he just, his taste is very much so, in a lot of ways, kind of the cultural standard for music. But in a lot of ways, not at the same time. He just occupies kind of the top of the pyramid in in a certain camp of music. And he has like a bunch of podcasts and interview format shows where he just has conversations with people. And everyone kind of like reveres him. He'll offer advice. And it always seems like the exact thing that person needs in that moment. And in my dream, I was in one such interview. And as we were talking, I just realized that, like, he didn't want to be there. Like, he was bored. He wasn't really, like, engaging in the questions. I didn't interest him, essentially. And his advice to me was, like, he sent me a link. In my Instagram story, I said it was to, like, a Wendy's application. But that was a simplification of what it really was. It was, like, a convoluted thing. It seemed good. It seemed like a good opportunity, but what the opportunity really was, was like, essentially like, go work out. Dreams can be weird like that, where like, it was like a music opportunity, but then when I read the fine print, it was like, actually that I'm going to be working at Wendy's. It was like something really stupid like that. And it was, he was like handing it to me to just like, get, get done with the interview and like be out of the moment so that he didn't have to like be around me anymore. And it like dawned on me and I started like cussing him out because it was like, you know what? I'm just as human as all those other people you interview. I am just as relevant. I am just as, you know, even if you don't believe in my music or whatever, the way you're treating me isn't a good way to treat a human. And it's like that reaction to him made him interested, borderline scared of me, I would say. But, I don't know. It's just a dream. I've never met him. I don't know what he's actually like. And I think it's more so just a reflection of my own insecurities. As as we're hunting for these travel trailers, I've been looking for like a part-time remote job that I can do from anywhere in the country. And with a lot of job boards, like when I put in my work experience, the types of jobs that they turn back are like, oh, well, you could be a warehouse worker. You could go be like, uh, you could go work at Sheets. 
you could go work at a gas station, you could go work at a grocery store, you know, like, and there's nothing against those types of jobs. I think those types of jobs are, you know, great if that's the type of job that you want, but that's kind of frustrating to me. It's a little bit frustrating to, to feel like when I plug the raw data of my experience into an algorithm, it spits me out into a field that is just a misutilization of what my actual skill set is. I have a skill set. I've been working actively on developing a skill set just because the jobs that I've done haven't been jobs that feed into like the machine of corporate America because I haven't prioritized climbing a corporate ladder. The algorithm puts me in positions that, that I am not actually best suited for. I can be more useful to humanity doing things that I'm good at. Even if it's not specifically like making music, managing art projects, but like managing projects in general, I can do that. Managing people. Now the positive spin of it obviously is that like I could in theory, if I were to if I were to really invest in that type of job, say I went and got a job at uh, a grocery store chain or something and I really invested in it, I would be corporate within three years, if not quicker. If that was what I wanted to do, I could turn an entry-level position in any company into, into a situation that would not just be like, I'm stuck at entry-level forever. Like, I don't have any barriers truly keeping me in an entry-level situation beyond the fact that I'm interested in owning what I make. I'm taking a super long route because I'm, I would like to own my contributions to the things I make. This one's running a little bit long. I guess I, I guess angst yields a lot to say, huh? But I think that'll be good for today. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, that's all for now.